0: Welcome to Allie, Cat, and Steve. I'm Allie. I'm Cat.
1: I'm Steve. We're with JP. Oh, we're with shit.
0: JP, <laughs> who is not Steve. Not Steve. Steve is out auditioning. Nice pilot season. He's actually
1: auditioning to be JP so that I can be Steve. So
0: we're drinking coffee again, <laughs> even though it's yeah. 6:30 at night. Um, and we were wondering if you're drinking coffee (laughs) yeah (laughs) I actually I'm
1: on a new diet it's called the brown diet and I just I quit I quit drinking water unless it's from Flint, Michigan and then I can also drink coffee so
0: how does your stomach feel? yeah
1: coffee coca-cola dirty water that's pretty much all I'm going for Um,
0: do you put like half and half in the Flint, Michigan water? yeah and in the coca-cola
1: but not in the coffee it's it's a thing. You oh, know. but not
0: in the coffee. You know, wow. Don't, you don't want to ruin the what coffee. What a twist. Yeah, I mean, the coffee
1: is too good. You know what I mean? We
0: heard it here first, folks. J.P. Puvay.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm drinking coffee.
0: Well, that's amazing. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. What do you take in your coffee?
1: I take n- n- usually nothing in my coffee. But At all? Uh, no, I go straight, straight espresso. If I'm feeling bold, I need a kick. But if I'm feeling if I'm feeling extra vegan, extra hippie, I'll have an oat milk latte. I ain't scared. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: That's very that's very Brooklyn of you. Yeah. Mm.
1: Oh, I know. And if you, I mean, if my fiance is also like a total health nut and also like kind of allergic to a lot of shit, so of the nut, let me tell you, of the nut milks, oatly is the best one for making lattes.
0: Yeah, but you are aware that. Oats are not a nut.
1: Uh, are you going to... Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> okay. Of the non... I don't, I don't want to like, turn your world
0: upside down right now. No, it's okay. I'm not <laughs> necessarily pro-nuts. I'm not necessarily
1: pro-nuts. I'm just... I'm actually just pro <laughs> my girlfriend being happy. So... Oh.
0: In the house, you're not anti-nuts either. Yeah,
1: I'm not even mm-hmm. anti-animal. I'm just... I just... If she's happy, I'm happy. And she mm-hmm. wants to have Oatly. So... There we are.
0: I, I really don't blame her. Yeah. You heard it here first. JP is an oat guy. guy. He's an oat guy. He's an oat guy. I'm going to have like, drum fans emailing me going, JP loves oats! They're going to say, <laughs> where, points.
1: what brand and where do I buy it? And I'll say, oatly. it sells out fast. It's hard to get a hold of. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Just know that if I bring home a carton of oatly to my home, with my fiance, that's like... Like I might as well have taken her out to like a $300 dinner. Oh. <laughs> that's how special it is and hard to find. In Queens, at least. We're just humble folks. Oh, yeah. We haven't caught up with the hipster <laughs> trends of other boroughs yet. So in sure our Queens humble sea town and associated <laughs> markets, we just—they don't even have it. You can just get almond breeze, and that's.
0: Do you pay like a separate tax for the oatly in Queens, like an import tax?
1: Exactly. Yeah, interborough import tax is very high for, for milks that do not have animal or nut products, which just Does is just as. Have to go as oatly.
0: customs. Like, how far is Queens?
1: I, I don't get it. Uh, New York is. Uh, I think, it, like, <laughs> west to east, it's about, yeah, 400 miles across. And wow,
0: you actually had an answer for that? Yeah,
1: and Queens is about uh, 200 miles of that.
0: Do you, like, <laughs> read maps before bed? No. He's full of shit, no, no. <laughs> totally
1: fucking <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, w- that would be, like, the yeah. entire state of, like,
0: like <laughs> Texas or some shit.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I don't know how much 400 miles is, but
0: that's like it's the like distance like, between LA and San Francisco. Nice. That's not. I mean, well, yeah, you would definitely. I mean, New pay, York's uh, yeah
1: bigger than you think. An oat <laughs> transport tax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, I can't talk about oats anymore. <laughs> nice. Don't waste me. It sounds like you're really busy with this like oat import business. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty full time. Is that?
1: I mean, like, because my girlfriend yeah. drinks like thirteen lattes a day, so that's like, I have to source a lot Whoa. of milk.
0: I feel like you're right. exposing her dark secrets right now. Yeah. So, is that like your? Is that your full time gig then?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm on the brown diet. She's actually on the the white. A white diet, so she wants to drink coffee, but it has to be, it has to look white.
0: Like uh, cocaine? So, that, well, <laughs> that's, te- <laughs> that's technically milk? on the
1: list, but... Yeah,
0: <laughs> just milk. And she
1: is very productive. I haven't seen her doing it, but maybe that explains her insane productivity.
0: Yeah, people who drink a lot of milk are very productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: people who drink a lot of milk, yes, do a, do a lot of proven. cocaine. Is that is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs>
0: Here. A yes.
1: correlational link. Anyways.
0: <laughs> all right, buddy. I'm going to ask you about your career. Nice. No more fun. I know. As in I o- wish we could spend all <laughs> night talking about oats.
1: All right. Ask me about <laughs> my... Another nut. My career as an uh, oatly importer to Queens.
0: <laughs> all 400 miles. Yep. <sighs> Okay, so let's talk about this J.P. Bouvet brand that you've created. Because nice. it's pretty big. Nice. You're a pretty big guy. <laughs> big dude. I'm a
1: pretty thin guy, so, to be honest, but...
0: You're very thin, but you're very tall. Yeah. And you have a lot of followers.
1: It seems like no matter what I do, I just can't get heavier than 150 pounds. Like... Don't
0: complain about that on air. Nothing yeah, I can do. stop. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I, I can't take, complain we're edit yet.
0: That right out. Yeah, I can't complain <laughs> yet.
1: But but when I become like you know 60 years old, I'm gonna be so frail.
0: you
1: still gonna be. Oh, I'm gonna be. Oh, I'm gonna, and, yeah, oh don't get me charming. wrong. I'm gonna look great, but I'm not gonna be able to pick myself <laughs> up from like my desk. You know what I mean? My legs Maybe will be too should, feeble you know, and meek.
0: Maybe you should eat something besides the brown diet. It's hey, recommendation.
1: Uh, it's yeah, doctor there. recommended. Maybe
0: go, on, <laughs> go on the green diet, yeah, or the steak diet. That's no, also well, the steak on the brown. Yeah, that's in my that's on diet. On the brown. I, diet. I, I just that's like, chase yeah. steak. <laughs> I chase steak
1: down with coffee, for most
0: meals. <laughs> steak and coffee every morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this JP Bouvet drumming brand that nice. you've created.
1: So okay.
0: let's just go back to the beginning.
1: All right. How did it start? It started. It all started when uh it really all started well, I don't know how far back you want to go, but I went to Let's I met I like met that. I met you guys you at Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I met you guys at Berkeley College of Music and I had gone I went there because a friend of mine went there and that was the only reason that I knew that that school existed. So I owe that friend quite a bit at this point. But he happens to still like, be my oldest
0: 240,000
1: yeah, yeah yeah he's Th- keeping a tab two. yeah he's still waiting for me he's he's still waiting for me to really you know break out cuz the drum scene the drum the drum scene seems like a real scene but it's it's actually like just like 84 people that play the drums <laughs> but if i ever break out of that and find real success then yeah i owe him a lot of money but anyways <laughs> we yeah, so we, at Berkeley taking things pretty seriously, and then where it really started was when I won the drum-off, the Guitar Center drum-off, which is a nationwide competition. Um, I had done it like six times leading up to that since I was like, I think 15 years old was probably the first time I did it. And it's just exactly what it sounds like, you, you like play a drum solo, you have three minutes, it's five rounds, and then you have five minutes in the later rounds. Um, and I was at Berkeley in my fourth semester. I started doing the drum off. I got through some rounds, and then I got further than I had ever gotten before. And I was like, I, I, there was sort of an important, like really the turning point in that for me was like, after the first round, I was walking home, and I was, I was like alone, and I was like, you know what? Like I actually think for the first time in my life, I probably possess the skills to win this competition. Like, I couldn't oh, have won it before. How and many times
0: did you try before? Five or six. Oh, um wow. not
1: Not every single year, but but many years. Wow. That's, That's awesome. this time I was like, you know, I was like really practicing super hard. Like my first year at Berkeley, I got so much better at the drums. Um, first two years, I guess. Um, and I was just like, man, I'm working on some really cool stuff that I never hear people do. Uh, maybe I've got a shot here. So I started... After the first round, which I kind of eked through, um, I started to take it really seriously. And that, so I, yeah, I went through it, I won, which was great. And that's Woo! where it all kind of began. So you win, and you think it's this really big deal. And it's like kind of a big deal, but again, only to like the 84 drummers that care. And what did
0: you get for winning the contest?
1: You get, uh, a lot of prizes and some money. Like year or... Yeah, and you get, like, introduced to uh, <laughs> whatever companies you want to get a prize package from and, ideally, in those companies, at some point, want to endorse you. Awesome. So...
0: Did that y- work out? Did you get it, one?
1: It did, yeah. So, like, a drum company, cymbal company, stick company, head company. We started... You know, they just, I win a you know win a prize package. Guitar Center p- pays for that, so they don't like you know, the companies right, are, right. are happy to oblige. Um, right, totally. And it's they don't have to endorse you, which is a good thing because they don't know if you're just some schmuck. Most most of the right, winners totally. of that competition kind of just uh, disappear into the ether webs after a few sure. months. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Which was my main fear, honestly. So I won, and I was like, okay, I need to become something other than the Guitar Center Drum Off winner, because next year there's going to be another guy, and if I'm not something else, I'm going to be nothing. So sure. I was, I was and it's weird, because when you win like a big, uh, when there's a lot of publicity uh, as a result of something you do, there's this like very quick influx of attention on you, yeah. but then it goes away almost as quickly as it comes. So yeah. I remember the next day I had, like, 250 friend requests on Facebook. And, like, that oh, video man. that video got, like, hundreds of thousands of views in the first couple weeks, and it's got, like, a couple million now, um, which is sort of painful to be, like, wow. much older and look back at you as, like, a kid because it's, it's, like... Right. You never love anything you did, but... No, 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 of course not. But it's okay. And so, yeah, there's this massive spike in publicity, and my goal was, like, well, I need to give these people something to follow. Because right. otherwise it's just gonna fizzle out. they'll forget I ever existed, so I started just posting you know what I thought was cool and interesting content, which was like I had a <laughs> I had a video blog going on right. that I had actually started before the contest um, and I was just blogging like first time experiences of of everything, which was very fortunate because after the drum off i you're sort of handed quite a few first time experiences that are notable, like Guitar Center plans a clinic tour for you. Um, oh, wow. cool. I got asked to do the, the cymbal company. The only company that straight out of the bat uh, was like, we'd love to endorse you, was Meinl Cymbals. And they asked me to play their, wow. their yeah. drum festival in Germany. So that was another big first thing. And that was also when I, I extended my trip and had my first like, solo voyage in Europe, which was very exciting. Um, and then at that festival, I met Mike Johnston and Matt Halpern, who are two other fantastic and well-known drummers that we ended up yep. who, be- be- who ended up becoming like mentors of mine, but also good friends. And also, we we ended up doing this joint co- clinic tour together called the Common Thread Clinic Tour. But that's sort of the beginning.
0: So yeah. you said that you extended your tour <laughs> uh-huh. after the initial minor drum clinic,
1: right? Did you just yeah. book it yourself? Well, this was. Uh, so it was a drum festival, um, and yeah, basically I was like, but I didn't do anything productive in that time. I literally just <laughs> rented a car and drove, like, through Austria, Italy, Switzerland. That's actually not true. I did some things productive. I went in Milan. I went to these guys that had a YouTube channel that I had known from Berkeley. Uh, they had me on their YouTube channel to, like, teach a couple lessons, which was kind of cool, too. Um but that was a really special trip because, like, I was like, what was I, twenty or something, twenty one, and oh, little I baby. had this car, and I just remember, especially like driving, especially the driving part. I just love driving alone in foreign places where there's I have no service, I have no Wi-Fi, I'm just yeah. off the grid. It was the first time in my, uh, like sort of adult life, let's say teenage plus adult life, mm-hmm. that I was like, no one in the on planet Earth could find me if they tried. That sounds
0: like a recipe for murder.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that, but no, it won't happen. It was just, like, so freeing. I I just have such vivid memories of that trip, being like, wow, this is what it's like to be be truly, like, alone. And I was so happy to be there. So in a different way, that kind of fed, like, maybe that introduced me to that side of myself, because that's always been, perhaps since then, like a big part of my life I've traveled a lot the last five six years and yeah I've all I've done a lot of it alone and I've just I just have no qualms about that it's fun to travel with people that you like too but like totally, totally. there's just something about getting on a plane alone and going somewhere where you're just going to be off the grid that's just so freeing Bang. yeah totally totally yeah, that has nothing to do with my career, but hey.
0: No, <laughs> no it, does. It, it does. It does. Yeah. That is your career. You travel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it's kind. From... It's actually, it's kind of, it's weird because you're asking about my brand, which is kind of a weird question because I, my brand literally is my life. So, it actually, I guess, is kind of relevant, these weird things. Um, sure, yeah. Because I've always yeah, felt. Yeah, the ideal. Yeah, from the beginning, like when I was blogging, I would sort of quickly get a feel for the fact that the more real I was and the more honest I was, the more people cared and the I I don't even know if I would say the better the videos done did like stat wise, I never really tracked stats very much but like people would write, like if I was vulnerable on camera and I like you know, would perhaps admit fear of something or anxiety over something or confusion about something, that's when I would receive messages from people and be like, it's so cool to hear you talk about that because i i totally like feel you i feel the same yeah. so like really early on i started to be this really like wonderful um mutual understanding where i it was good for me to be honest and open and it seems to be good for my audience it was the, like the best thing for them too Of course, you kind of like your fans sort of find you and you sort of find your fans that are similar to you. Um, Right. But I've always felt this like innate desire to share and to talk things through and to admit that I generally don't know the right answer. But I'm just trying like like but if something helped me, I'm thrilled to share it with someone. So that from the beginning was like a very cool realization. And in a weird way, I've thought about this later in my life now that my self like i have been shaped in a major way by the chance experiences that i've had and by my audience and by this weird career that i have like the feed there's like this feedback loop of like if I, like, it is demanding that I, I be a better version of myself. It's demanding that I become a better drummer, and it demands that I be honest with people and try to be useful in some way. And it's interesting because I'm certain that if I didn't, have that following i wouldn't be as good a drummer i wouldn't understand myself as well because i wouldn't be forced to ask these questions so it's just really sort of beautiful feedback loop that i i've only identified
0: you putting yourself out there and then it affecting you
1: yeah and i've only identified that really in the last like year or two and it really makes uh the whole operation much more special to me in that regard because it's, it's really Absolutely. easy to, to see yourself as, like, I'm a product and I need to shape, you know. And, and sometimes this is the right thing to do if you're a band or something. But since it's just me, I've always felt right. like it'd be weird if I, if I tried to be online something different than I am in real life. Because, A, I'd hate to have to try to keep that up. And, B, sure. if someone meets me in real life, which many people do on, in the drum world, um, they, I want them to meet the same person that they think they know. And that's another common thing is people, people write and they're like, hey, you, like, you know, for the first time that someone's emailed me, they might be like, uh, like, I feel like I know you because I've watched so many hours of you online. Right. Um, but Which yeah, is awesome. Yada, yada, yada. And it's so cool because the, the, the truth is they do know me, like, to so a certain extent. So do
0: you, just to kind of direct the conversation to a yeah. little bit of a different place. Mm-hmm. So do you think that um, your blog... And your drumming career are kind of intrinsically linked, or is this? Se- Do you have a separate drumming career outside of the blog? Like, are yeah. you doing a lot of gigging? Mm-hmm. Is there maybe like weddings or right. something? So, something more than just this platform?
1: Absolutely. That so you've in developed the as a champion. Yes, in the beginning, the blog was probably the most important thing for like a year, um, and now the blog is. Uh, since it's, it's still new things, and now my life is... I'm not often encountering, like, new experiences I've never encountered before. So usually now... <laughs> now The recent years, it's, like, one or two blogs per year. Whereas it used to be, like, one every few weeks. Oh, wow. So the blog is very small part of my career now. But right. in the beginning, it was, I think... It's hard to really know, but I think it was really important in the beginning. And then a yeah. year after the drum-off, I launched my website. So that became... Uh, uh, you know, part of the importance uh, pie chart. Right. And then I had also, like, started to grow my Facebook fan page before Instagram was a thing and people cared, cared yeah. about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was sort of part of the importance pie. And then uh, I had I had my bands at the time, which – so that was the musical half of my life. Um, right. And all was those that bands. that still
0: Helicopria at that, that time? That was
1: still Helicopria, yes. And that dissipated and then I was with Drew of the <laughs> – Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, every now and then someone's like dude i love helicopria and i'm like wow damn people are listening to helicopria <laughs> um, <laughs> which is great I'm, I'm proud of what we did but uh, hey i saw
0: you at 9:39 that one time
1: hell yeah and with I surma or with, with surma S- yeah nice nice the original and sue lineup. and i weren't
0: even friends yet so i was just like what hey, is this cool. band oh this is this band nice. and then you were great
1: oh cool <laughs> that well, was thanks. the show thank you thank you from old me (laughs) I'm really good at telling stories but it was great
0: and Sierra wore really cool pants
1: yeah (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) nice so
0: would you say that um, kind of like gearing the conversation more towards um, how you keep your life afloat and Mm -hmm. support yourself would you say that your website is most of your revenue how do you kind of make it work what's on your website
1: right on yeah so my life is now divided it, it kind of always has been but now it's a much uh, it's a healthier balance it's divided between divided between the educational side of things and the musical side of things so like you said sure. like uh, like bands and stuff so musically it's easier to quick run over that musically i Get hired to do some stuff. My main like quote-unquote gig right now is this thing called Generation X which is like Steve Vai, Zach Wilde, uh, Ingve Malmsteen, believe it or not, uh, Tosin Abasi from Animals as Leaders, and Nuno Betancourt from Extreme. So it's this super guitar such really shred. lazy people. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, really the slow. Like really lazy. Boss. Slow playing. Slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm the drummer <laughs> for that whole guitars. show. Right. So it's like a three and a half hour insane shred show. Um,
0: totally.
1: And that's my that's my like you know big gig if you will, um, and then I have my band Childish Japes, which is like my pride and joy and where I like put all my time when I'm home and it's just like it's the best thing and we're really sick so everyone should check us out.
0: <laughs> Childish Japes is very Childish very great.
1: Japes. Um, I have an
0: unrelated question. Yeah, go for it. So after a generation. X show like how many yeah. naps do you think you need to take to recover
1: nice uh, well, <laughs> it's, first it's Generation X for any, any uh, nerds that are axe. gonna look it up if anyone's oh, gonna look oh, it up okay. Generation okay. X is a different band that I don't like play
0: a, for like, oh yeah no, I knew that <laughs> like, like Axe effects.
1: no You're like, like is it sponsored
0: axe. like by no Max like your audio? axe
1: your guitar. your guitar I know, yeah. I know.
0: wait <laughs> what about Axe the guitar player is he Ooh, or like, involved or do you guys all wear Axe
1: it's actually it's sponsored by Axe Body spray. And the bass player is a lumberjack. Sure, you and need a he... lot of it
0: when you're playing. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's actually it just does a... Sound really there's sweaty. a mist fan attached to the kit, just blowing axe throughout the entire oh, show. Oh,
0: core. Oh, that's great. It smells like a mall in 2007. <laughs> exactly. Oh yes, yeah, the best. The year. seventh grade locker room. We yeah. all agree it was the best year.
1: Yeah. Wait, so how
0: many hamburgers do you have to eat after a performance? Yes, oh, like so or, many,
1: so many. Do we hamburgers actually, and
0: naps go hand-in-hand hand after a uh, show? I'm,
1: I've, I'm only, like, I'm not a napper on tour because, like, I don't know. I'm just not. Sure, but
0: sure. we do
1: get catered four meals a day, and they're sizable, and I need all of them, I'll put it that.
0: Way. Wow. I really like that.
1: So, yeah, that's the music side of my life, and then the drumming is side is basically the educational side, and just kind of the... Uh, I don't know how to say this about being a douche. Like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I, would, I don't want to say like a drum personality. I'm just like a drummer oh. with followers. What's that? Uh, I'm an influencer. Oh, okay.
0: No. Drum, <laughs> drum influencer. but no, Oh, gosh. But that's a I think he didn't want to word. use that word. <laughs> I, would, I would never use that's that no word. You're a drum influencer. Exactly.
1: So that side of my yeah. life. And that's that's where I make... Uh, I guess maybe two-thirds of my income. Like my website is a portion of that. Uh, I can't live off that because it's a relatively small operation. And then I do clinics around the world often and drum camps often in the summer. Um, And teach some private lessons here like uh, maybe one or two a week max. And And then other random stuff. And that sort of all adds up to... You know, me living my life.
0: Living in New York City. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Not the yeah. cheapest
0: place to live. Yeah.
1: It's certainly not. It tortures me every day, but I love the city so much, so it's all there is.
0: That's good. You stayed. Good job.
1: Yeah, yeah. You I'm did just trying it. to convince my girlfriend that she likes it too.
0: Oh. <laughs> just get her more oat milk. Yeah. Fine. yeah exactly.
1: They only sell oat milk here in New York City. <laughs>
0: But so that's sort of kind of how you keep the JP Bouvet machine running.
1: Exactly. Yeah, all all As of that those combined. Pieces. Yes.
0: Do you feel fulfilled with where you're at right now?
1: Um I I do. I'm extremely grateful for everything I've got. And it sounds like it sounds like I'm like reciting a line, but really <laughs> like seldom does a day pass Ooh, does a does a day pass where I don't like <laughs> I don't, like, think, wow, like, I literally have the best life possible for me. Like, it's just, uh, yeah, it's really fantastic. I mean, I I basically make my own schedule. I, I, like, play music with some of my best friends, and I think the music is really sick. I make enough money to not, you know, live a wealthy life, but enough money to not be too concerned, constantly anxious about money, if you will. Right. Um... And yeah, I just feel extremely fortunate. So it's
0: amazing. Do you have any like big plans coming big up? Big
1: plans, uh, yeah. Big plans, May Like have, long-term goals. Maybe yeah, they have. Ma- they have mostly to do with Childish Japes. I want to make Childish Japes... Like when people say like, "What's your dream gig?" Like my dream gig is for Childish Japes to just be a big deal. <coughs> so that, and I don't mean like a big, big deal. I mean like I want to be able to go to any major city with the band and play and bring like 250 people to a club where people are close, it's intimate, yeah. and they, they like listen intently to the music. Um, so that's the l- main musical long-term goal right now. And then with the educational stuff, I just, I like doing it. We have got a good thing going. We have like a cool student base and community on my, my website. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you always want it to grow because it's like, well, you're reaching more people. And you're making more money, like that's all right. great. Um, but I don't put any, uh, I'm not putting anything into that. I, I don't know right. why, but I've always been sort of averse to like promotional campaigns, if you will.
0: Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah.
1: So maybe a time will come where that makes sense, but uh, you know, right now it's like just all organic and it feels, just feels really good.
0: And do you so, still book all your clinics yourself?
1: Yeah. Or do you have help? Okay. Yeah. No, it's just me. I've like dabbled with having help, but I just don't have enough to make it make sense for someone else to do. Um, right. Like, cause I'm not. Like, by some people think I'm like literally out doing like a hundred clinics a year. I might do like ten. Like, I'm not doing that many uh, clinics. got it. Got and it. then I usually do like two or three camps a year, which are each like three days in various places. Right. So that's not actually a huge part of my life. No. Um, right. So, yeah. That's, yeah.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Um Especially, like, the perception aspect of it where... I definitely thought you did way more of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Most people well, think I'm I doing mean, way more of everything than I am, which is really but funny. That's kind yeah? of
0: how social media works. Yeah. Yeah. And it I is. always try to remind myself that social media is this illusion where we take the highlight reel and we make it the whole thing. Totally.
1: Totally. you know like well, maybe people you should unfollow see. everyone on instagram <laughs>
0: maybe i still follow you jp i haven't given up hope okay <laughs> <laughs> if you need her handle it's <coughs> at kitty Cat it is with an iec oh i know and i it, know it will never change
1: <laughs>
0: um but no i think that's a really important thing to always point out um even with people who are seemingly killing it is that killing it Seems to be defined in all of our minds as, like, what we see on social media, which yeah. is just right. literally running yourself into the ground, doing a million right. things every and there's night, this, gigging there's every this, night, doing something.
1: Yeah, there's also this weird, like, uh, now that, again, I'm, I'm 28 now, so as 30 approaches, well, you start to, like... I know. Aren't, aren't you death guys like gets twenty nearer. as
0: death as I crawl <laughs> <laughs> closer to the
1: grave. Exactly. Aren't you guys like the same age as me? Like, yeah. Like a year. Yeah, ago? but we
0: feel less dead than you do, I guess. I'm twenty seven. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> get on my yeah. level.
1: Nice. Um but no, as as you get older what the hell was I gonna say? <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the goal was always to like do well enough to not need to constantly be slaving away at stuff, and we sort of. But the the thing I, I see a lot, and I see it in myself, is we in the process of this very difficult industry to crack into, yeah. we sort of obsess over work, and even yeah. when we get to a point where it is possible to take a breath every now and then, it. For a lot of people, and for me, I've had to kind of learn how to do it, it it's like very unnatural to enjoy the totally. fruits of your labor, if you will. So, well, yeah. This, it's is like,
0: scary because like your work isn't guaranteed.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, yeah. it's just, it's just kind of crazy. Like everyone's like the whole, like what you want to be, like the the goal ever that everyone wants, wants to look like is that you're just constantly just on the ground. You're really tired. Yeah, yeah, you just, just must imply. It's implied that you're just. I feel like your that's life. just
0: a result of music school.
1: It's definitely a part of that. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's, it's a
0: whole mentality. If you're not practicing, somebody yeah. else's If you're not working, someone yeah. else's. I feel like I it's sleeping. taken me about
1: five years to like stop thinking. Like I fully shed my Berkeley baggage. I think.
0: I think I'm still dealing with it. Yeah, and I, I mean, just like only recently started dealing with it. I was rice. like, oh, I have thirty minutes. I guess I don't have to just practice right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: I could just sit. I could just sit here. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna drink some oat milk and, nice, and stare yeah. at a wall. I've actually found it super helpful. So I teach at a school, and I get a lot of like free time in between lessons.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: find it super helpful to use that time to practice and to not practice that in my room. Oh yeah. Oh, like nice. I try to keep my room like a music free. Music free. Totally. No, in- no instruments in the bedroom. No instruments in the bedroom because I love bed. And I mm-hmm. don't want to make my bed a place <laughs> yeah. where I'm thinking stress, about, like, yeah. it's real. Like, whether I'm good enough for sure. or, yeah. like, whether 10-year-old me is, like, proud of me or not. Like, I want to try nice. to, like, keep it chill. Totally.
1: Yeah. Just uh, jammies
0: keep... and ice cream.
1: I love that. Just a, fr- just a freezer in your room filled with ice cream. And then a, <laughs> a giant trunk filled with jammies. <laughs> 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 That's all. <laughs> that's great yeah, yeah I keep I like... pushing back the time uh, in the morning that I allow myself to use my phone and then pushing earlier in the evening when I turn my phone off and I'm just hoping that at some time those those meet like 15 minutes away from each other and I have like one <laughs> email session a day and oh I that would that. be that's amazing that's really
0: good that would be awesome
1: that's I don't know if that's the goal that's a little extreme but
0: but that be it's, it's
1: nice. been healthy for me I'll tell you that much
0: I gotta I gotta shed well, that. Well, iPhones have that time monitor thing.
1: Yeah, Carly turned me
0: on to that. Yeah.
1: They tell you how much you've been using it?
0: Yeah. And it gives you like the little warnings like beep, yeah, only you can five like more set, minutes. Like I only want to use Instagram oh, nice. twenty minutes a day.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Nice.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Go into oh, your yeah. settings.
1: Apple's catching on.
0: Alright. So have you ever had like any like serious rejections? Like not like a girl stands you up at the prom <laughs> but like <laughs> Because I'm sure that happens, like, every other week, am I right? Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess YouTube comments could count. I haven't looked at your comments on YouTube, but I'm sure that there's... I'm sure there's some trolls. I'm sure there's a lot of shitty ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't looked, but based on this conversation, there's probably a lot of terrible ones. Um, let's see. Major rejections. Uh, hmm.
0: Like, either things you were super bummed about and recovered from, or that you're still salty about.
1: Honestly, uh, I'm having trouble thinking of them, which...
0: That's you a sound lie. Too charming. you're so you're so blessed. Which I'm is either there's a lot that... of YouTube comments <laughs> saying like, "Why I does mean, this guy look like a pencil?" Not
1: <laughs> the worst. No, no, the worst. My problem's not getting rejected from gigs. It's not getting called for gigs. <laughs> you oh know what shit! I mean? Just
0: getting iced altogether?
1: together. <laughs> yeah, just forgotten completely. So, but like that's why I started. Child is James was like, I'm not, I'm not like turning down tours. You know what I mean? Like, and I might just not be the right guy for the tours, but I'm just not on a lot of people's radar because I'm, I'm like Mm a C-level drum celebrity, but only in the drum community. (laughs) Like the music world doesn't know what's (laughs) going on in the drum community, nor do they care because there's a lot of. Like it's not a gauge of how good you are at drums, actually. right. It's just a gauge right. of several factors, one of them being being a decent drummer. So right. So n- that's kind of more my thing. But the other thing that was particularly painful was, after the drum off, people like did not like my performance. <laughs> Aww. So so I like this was the biggest accomplishment of my life. And I was just like, I just conquered this thing. It's going to make my career. That was epic. Go me. I spent, like, hundreds of hours preparing for that. And then when it posted, I just remember, like, my heart sinking. Because, like, the first comments, all of them, were just like, this is whack. This guy sucks. Um, And, yeah, I just remember that being such a strange, uh, like, juxtaposition of, of feelings where I was like okay yeah. I won like these judges are all like really accomplished yeah. drummers and they thought I should have won but it's not cool I'm not cool <laughs> Right But that's basically but always are. been they're, my life. That's just always jealous. I've always felt like I have uh, been, I've prepared my way to success in most cases mm-hmm. like I'm a preparer Right. And I will just get shit that other people who are better than me won't get. Only because I, I prepared like eight times more than them. Um, right. That was the case with Drumoff. Um, but I've always felt like I'm, I'm outside of like some cool circle. You know what I mean? I felt that in high school. I felt that in Berkeley. I, I don't really care now, but maybe in previous years I kind of felt that. When I moved to New York, I felt that. Um, it always just felt like, oh, there's like this hip in-crowd Right. That is like doing it, and this I'm just like, not a part of that. Ev- just
0: so you know, this is how everybody yeah, feels. Yeah, totally that's how, how everyone feel, in the
1: world feels. I feel everyone
0: at the grocery. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think I'm doesn't feel? Those are the that cool way. kids at the grocery. They're like, oh, there's <laughs> that girl with the hat and those boots. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> nice.
0: But you know, you, JP, I huh? thought you were really, really
1: cool. At well, I, I yeah, I thought, thought cool you were circle. that way. Oh, I appreciate that. I was guys. like,
0: JP's in the cool circle, maybe like. He'll want to be friends with me. I felt like there were like distinct cool circles. There was like the jazz cool circle. The, That's like, the one I thought was cool. cool. Circle. <laughs> yeah, you thought the jazz people. Were I cool? spent
1: I spent my Berkeley time trying to like, trying to like jazz and get good um, at jazz, and then J.P., I realized you can't
0: you can't audition for the jazz frat.
1: I know, and then I realized <laughs> oh you don't I don't to. like jazz yeah. and I suck at it, and it was just like oh. Okay.
0: I just like, always <laughs> wish yeah. they had frats and like. Um, but, like, had them sorted into, like, the clicks of t- kinds of music. Because oh, it would yes. happen anyways. Yeah. So you might as well put, like, a label on it. I, I, yeah. won't, I won't name names here, but somebody did actually call the jazz, like, community at Berkeley the jazz yeah. frat.
1: Nice. Because
0: there was definitely, like, the it's gospel accurate. frat outside of the library. <laughs> yeah. That was their spot. For sure. You knew that? Yeah. And you again, think like, there's gospel? a free jazz Imagine frat
1: leave. anywhere? What would that frat be like?
0: Uh just avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> Walk the other direction as quickly as you can. The free
1: jazz fret, they they just like they don't continue conversational threads. They just say random words <gasps> strung oh, together no.
0: <laughs> unfinished sentences. Oh, You're God. like, "What's up? How are just you?" That. and they're
1: like they're just like, green fish and the tambourine ran to the park. <laughs> like, Damn, that's out, dude.
0: Oddly enough, I think Basti would do great in that. Front. Yeah, I think Basti yeah. would really.
1: He always had a <laughs> a natural draw for the out.
0: <laughs> for sure. Understanding that, uh, that sub-language would be yeah, his thing. totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That feeling, I think that that's everywhere you go. Yeah. And I'm struggling with it constantly because I'll be in my own room feeling that way about myself realizing totally. I'm alone feeling like there are cool kids that are like being cool without me yeah and I'm like wait there's not even people in my room I'm having this feeling right. outside yeah, then, of a social uh, environment it just yeah. exists
1: yeah 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 but then you realize Very like circle. cool's not cool's not even the goal that's what I realized it's yeah. like all the people I think are actually the coolest like don't check any of the boxes. Of the cool kids. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Like, they're just epic people.
0: Right. And they're way he happier. You used to have a cool mohawk, though. You
1: did.
0: You had a I really looked, cool mohawk.
1: I didn't think it was, I thought it was cool then. Now I'm like that. Oh, yeah, back. That wasn't a good look.
0: <laughs> I loved it. It was great. <laughs> Thanks Christ. a lot, homie. Yeah, thanks, Yeah, pal. my
1: pleasure. Thank, uh, sorry for the you know, fiasco with the initial audience. <laughs> no,
0: you're fine. It wasn't your fault. We are glad we got you again. Feel very blessed.
1: <laughs> Bye, See guys. That again. was super fun. Woo! Thanks for having I'm me. I'm Kat. <laughs> I'm Allie. I'm Steve. Steve is
0: out. Still auditioning. <laughs> Hope he gets it. And that was J.P. Bouvet. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye.